It's the final episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, good day, good day, good day, everybody down under. Welcome back to the finale episode of Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are, are of course, back, back again to recap the RuPaul's Drag Race down under finale, and this podcast is not ending. <laughs> <laughs> wait i thought we reached the end well it kind of sounded like i said this was the finale of the podcast like we're still gonna be here oh gotcha just of the down under down series. under yes this is not a series finale no and outback still hasn't sponsored us and i'm still upset <laughs> about it yeah fuck I you outback I don't want your goddamn blooming onion anyways, you fuckers. I know. We gave you so much free press, too. You can suck on my Barbie, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> Clearly, this is going to be a spicy episode. Everybody curd your loins. Uh-oh. How's everyone been doing this week? What's going on in your lives? You know, everything's fine over here. I know it sounds like so boring. There's nothing to report. I've still been getting into the gym, trying to be as active as I can. You know, the little lazy demons, they tap you on the shoulder every once in a while. Yeah, that's me. So, um, uh, it's been rough. <laughs> it's like, and work has finally like calmed down. So I've had more time to like focus my energy in the right places, but Every day is a journey, so still hanging in there, still doing well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, same here. Nothing, like, too crazy to report. Just, you know, enjoying summer and living life. So, yeah. Work. Well, I guess, yeah, not too much has been going on over here. I've been rewatching um The Love, Victor season one, so I can finally watch season two. So I'm really excited to get into that. I need to start that show. I see everyone talking about Is it. Is it good? Like, I like should it. Should we watch it? Yeah, I really liked epi- or I liked the first season. I watched it like over a weekend when it came out. Like I was just so into it. I really just binge watched it. So yeah, I would definitely recommend Love, Victor if you're interested. To anybody, it's really good. I've been hearing lots of really good things about season two, so I'm really excited to get into it. Oh yeah, my timeline has tons of great feedback about season two. Yeah, because you know who's a special guest in season one of Love, Victor is Katya. Ooh. So you can get your drag race fix. We love us some Katya. Yes. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, It's been hot here so if you hear (laughs) a low buzzing noise in the background that's my air conditioner welcome to the stage eqk (laughs) (laughs) welcome to the stage easy breezy easy breezy pumpkin squeezy (laughs) air filter yes girl oh is that brita filters drag sister (laughs) (laughs) i don't know AC. Uh, yes. <laughs> Not Animal Crossing either, bitch. <laughs> My gosh. Um, oh, yeah, damn. so that's kind of the start to our show, I guess. Just maybe a couple of announcements. Um, we are recording live from Juneteenth. 
So we hope you yes. all her- had a great Juneteenth to all of our black listeners out there. And we are, um, you know, really excited to celebrate you as people and we support you. And I know this is belated by the time you're hearing it, but I mean, we need to like celebrate all year long, basically anyways. So yeah, the work is never done. Educate yourselves. Thanks for partying. Yes. Oh my gosh, you guys, I just got a text from Costco and I just um, won an iPhone raffle. Oh, that can't be spam. Yeah, it says, Donna, the code 7036 <laughs> printed on your receipt from 24 came in second on our raffles. And I just have to click this link. And oh, my God, it's a fucking virus. <laughs> dun, dun, oh, dun, dun. Your phone is going to explode in your hand. Drop uh, it. Oh, God, they found me. The Russians have found me. <laughs> they finally found the podcast. They heard us talking shit and found um, a homing virus to send to our devices. They were like, how do they know about Katya? We need to keep an eye on our phones, Sony. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, let's go ahead and uh, just go ahead and get into this review here. We have a very exciting finale to talk about. And uh, that's what we're going to do now. Yes, we made it, y'all. It's the end. Finally. We did it. Be right back. Okay, bye. Or whatever. (laughs) Honest tea. Hey, everybody, welcome back, back, back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week, where we are, of course, here to discuss all the happenings and poppings of the finale of RuPaul's Drag Race, season one of Down Under. Ooh, the poppings. Let's get into the poppings of it all. Yeah, you have to pop the corn and feed the children, honey. (laughs) Let's do it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. There's a winner. There's a winner, baby. There's a winner. That song. <laughs> winner, baby. That's another one that gets stuck in your head. Just randomly start singing it while you're working. Yeah, I remember when that song came out in like 1998. It was such a good song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right well at the top of this show electra shock has sashayed away electra's gone she was just about to the finale but i mean the queens kicked her off she was tough competition and we were getting down to the nitty-gritty so on to the next so sad so sad but you know what it's all going to work out in the end we're going to see a lot more from Electra too. Like she's definitely going to explode post show and she's probably going to do great things. Yes. Yes, girl. She's definitely one of the brightest bulbs in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. All right. So after her elimination, the girls start to discuss who should win the crown. Some of the girls seem oddly confident for their lackluster performances in the race this season. <laughs> Talk about it. It's like, okay, you want to sell yourself, but let's be honest, queens. Yeah. Well, guess what, Mimi? I'm not buying it. <laughs> you second this time. <laughs> Um, so the next day in the workroom, the top four enter. We have Art Simone, Karen from Finance, Scarlett Adams, and the queen I hope wins the crown, Kita Mean. 
It's the final four. Oh my gosh. You're getting winner vibes. It's definitely somewhere in this group. It's happening. We're at the end of the road. Who are you all pulling for? Like at the top of the show, who are you feeling like you want the crown? I mean, obviously ketamine because everyone else has like done blackface. So okay. just checking. <laughs> Me too. Everyone else is kind of racist. So <laughs> Me too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, RuPaul's like, oh my gosh, actually everyone in Eliminated just went to the pork chop loading dock. <laughs> everyone welcome back, <laughs> all the Eliminated Queens. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Damn. Well, I feel the same way. Yeah, same. Kidamine was my favorite. She was one of my favorites from the beginning. And of course, mm. out of the um, colorful past of some of these queens, I think that Kidamine deserves it the most. Absolutely. All right. So for this week, we are just skipping right into the maxi challenge. The girls are teaming up with RuPaul on her ancient track, I'm a Winner Baby. The queens will have to (laughs) write their own verse, learn choreography, and join RuPaul and Michelle for a luncheon. Yes, the usual finale shenanigans. I'm here for it. See what the down under queens can do with the music. And of course, we love a good interview and a Tic Tac lunch. Yes, girl. They weren't Tic Tacs. I forgot what they were called. They were some sort of Australian candy. Right. That's right. They were different yeah. candies. I In my head, it's the Tic Tac lunch. Get it together, queen. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery candy luncheon. Yes. And then after that in my notes, I wrote, oh my God, I saw Scarlet's bald spot finally. Woo. What a reveal. <laughs> <laughs> that was the like true reveal of the season. It sure the was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I saw it, you ho. You did not hide it all season. Spotted. <laughs> Got you, girl. Welcome to the club. Right. Yes. So then we get into the luncheons. I thought Scarlet's was very boring. So unless there's anything you would like to talk about, we can just move on. Um. Yeah, next. (laughs) Then uh, next, Michelle wants to warn Art Simone to be careful and to take care of herself or she will burn out. And I was like, wow, Art is so relatable now. (laughs) That's a fair like critique because if you're like a successful queen or person and you're just so used to kind of managing it on your own, it's hard to let go and give things to a team and let others help you like lift you higher. Yeah, actually, this made me, like, relate to Art more because I feel like I appreciate her more now just knowing, like, she does, like, work really hard and she's, like, somebody that, like, supports, like, a whole fucking family just, like, off of her drag. So, like, kudos to her. Like, I I mean, I, I think she is... I think she gets a lot of critique this season, just who she was coming in, but I think she's a really good queen. Definitely... Then Karen's lunch happened. Uh, this was also kind of lackluster. Is there anything you guys want to talk about? <laughs> um, the fact that her mom worked in finance and then she denied saying like her mom was her inspiration for that. Oh yeah, uh, for her character seemed really odd to me. Yeah, it, it's clear. It's kind of like clear to everybody that Art is basically making, or I'm sorry, that Karen is basically making this character based on her mom and living like her mom's life that never happened or whatever. Yeah, I'm just like, why not just like lean into it, bitch, and own it? It's like, a better storyline, <laughs> right? It doesn't make any sense. So I don't know, Karen. Yeah. Like whatever. Like go like play in excel or something I yeah don't know. <laughs> go away go away uh so then 
we kind of get cut back to the workroom. Art is having an emotional breakdown in the workroom um, because Michelle really has seen her to the core. And she's like, this means nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, never mind. That was earlier. She's feeling seen. She's having a moment. So, oh my God. I'm sure it's what she needed right before the, like, the nerves exploded before the crown, you know? Yeah, she was like, Michelle finally, like, made me see that I need to help myself or whatever. (laughs) I know. The only problem I had with this is, like, when it comes later to where it's like, what would little Art Simone say to herself? It's like, it's a little on the nose, girl. Like, you're really leaning into your storyline this episode. (laughs) Like, can we just calm down a little bit? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but then we have our final luncheon. Kita talks about her childhood, imposter syndrome, and desperately searching for love. This was um this is a story I don't know. It shaped Kita and made them the person that they are today. Um it was a rough time, it sounded like, especially being in a household where you're not really understood. That's always very difficult. And just navigating that as a young person and just hoping to see a way out. It's just one day at a time. So I'm proud that she's able to overcome that and reach this level on Drag Race. I can really relate to Kitta, just like kind of the lack of self-confidence. Like, I'm not saying that in a bad way, just like, because I deal with that myself. Like, even in my, you know, my career, like I deal with like imposter syndrome and having to remind myself like, okay, I belong here and I'm not just like taking up space. And so like, I don't know, I really relate to Kitta and that, that feeling because it's hard sometimes when you're somebody that you've kind of had to like struggle to like accept yourself. So I really appreciate hearing her story. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I definitely agree with Stoney. Kidamine was the one I related to the most um, because I definitely feel like imposter syndrome. Like, whenever attention's on me or, like, if something good happens, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't deserve this good thing because <laughs> I'm just used to, like, <laughs> yes. not getting things that are good or something. What are, yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> You're not used to receiving, like, the good critiques or the gifts or the whatever, the rewards. Yeah, so I definitely relate to her on that. And also, like, with her uh, struggle with her weight, like, uh, w- you know, I my weight has all gone down and up and down. And and so I can also relate. And also, I don't know, I, w- I guess, like, in the past, I would say that I'm desperate for, I was desperate for love. But, like, at this point now, like, um, now that I'm taking, like, these medicines that, like, help with my anxiety and, like, other things, that it, like, really mm-hmm. puts things into perspective. And it's like... You know, I don't really feel like that desperate for love anymore. Like, of course, you know, there are times where it would be nice to have companionship and things like that. But at the same time, it's not like I don't beat myself up as much over it is, I guess, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And the messaging with with Rue, I mean, it can get a little annoying hearing Rue talk about the inner saboteur (laughs) and the inner child all the time. But you really do have to learn how to, you know, love yourself before you can even consider bringing anyone else into the fold. And it makes it that much more fun too, if you know exactly who you are, or at least what you don't, what you like and what you don't like. And you can kind of navigate any scenario a little more comfortably. 
Definitely, yeah. Because I thought, like, you know, before in the past, like, I was like, oh, I got attention. I have to do whatever I can to keep this attention coming, even if, right. even if it's, mm-hmm. like, toxic and not a good person <laughs> that it's coming from. Yes, yes. We've all been there. Yes, girl. So I wrote, based on the luncheon, the final two seems like it would be art and ketamine. So I just drop that in there for what it's worth (laughs) (laughs) um so the girls go to learn their choreography and karen is definitely the one struggling the most she's truly living up to her character (laughs) i love how she said she's point like oh five or point five percent dance like it's, it's a struggle for some people dancing so just watching them try to power through it's always a little cringy (laughs) definitely all right so then it is coronation day (laughs) and the girls are getting ready for their performance uh they all start discussing their daddy issues (laughs) yes let's all discuss them right now (laughs) yes let's all talk about it you know for basically you know these queens just never felt like that connection with their father some of them have never even met their father uh, for mm-hmm. example, Scarlett told us how she had, you know, never met her father. And when she was 16, the dad reaches out, but then finds out, you know, Scarlett's gay and then has never heard from him again. Yeah, that's so shitty. Like adults can be like such very like poisonous people. Yeah, like this was honestly like this segment was just like the deadbeat ba- dead dad segment. It was like oh wow like we talked to our sons and then they were like we're gay and then they're like bye (laughs) bye queer like what the fuck and then i didn't have a son again (laughs) yeah they're like we don't need to actually talk to you anymore (laughs) happy pride also or whatever happy pride month (laughs) happy pride month bitch never talking to you again what an uplifting finale rupaul (laughs) jeez Hey, at like, least damn. the queens have overcome, right? <laughs> yes, girl. Hashtag it gets better. Maybe sort of not really. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now why don't we go ahead and get into this performance of I'm a winner, baby. Every time Michelle's hair gets grayer, take a shot. Oh my God, I'm this wasted. outfit was making her look like auntie for real. Like all the gray was popping. Honestly, not in a washed out kind of way, but just something wasn't connecting for me. Like the evolution of Michelle's hair this season is truly like, like Michelle's hair should have been crowned the winner. I mean, that hair has been on a journey and I've liked all of her styles. The outfit for me, I felt could have been different for the finale episode. Maybe it was just like, I don't know. This was her like telling us like, this is how old she felt like after watching this season. (laughs) Maybe this season was so long. All of her hair went gray. (laughs) She's looking like that. (laughs) The head witch. Damn right, girl. All right, so what did you think about the performance? Were there any Queen's verses that you liked better? I guess maybe I could start by just saying I don't think that any of them were dancing and hitting the same beat at any point in this performance. It was a little rough with the choreo. We know we've got a different, like a variety of dance dance ranges on the stage. <laughs> Poor Karen was um, doing her best. Um, we know Kita was having trouble with some parts. But I did enjoy Kita's verse the most. I'm really trying not to rag on Scarlet. I just felt like a lot of the things were very, like, typical twink movements. Like, 
we get it. You can open your legs, do something else. Yeah. I mean, the problem with this, first off, this final four is like the all white, like <laughs> the all white final four. So it's like the moves aren't going to be great here. Or like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not expecting like anything like groundbreaking um, <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination. But um, I thought Kiddo was really good. I really enjoyed like the fact that she was singing and like, first of all, I have to say like the verses were all very short. I feel like there wasn't very much like, yeah, I it mean, felt very abrupt. It felt like very, like we're not trying very hard with the verses here. Like Karen's was basically just like a speech that she gave. That wasn't r- real speech. It was like, basically like two sentences and then she yeah. was done. Yeah. I did um, like art. Art did a good job. I thought art was really good. Actually. I enjoyed her, um, like her little verses and I actually, her outfit, I thought was awesome. It was like Lisa Frank, like realness. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That hair was good. Yeah. Like everything about art. I really loved. Um, I thought Karen's outfit was actually really good. Like all of the outfits the were outfit pretty good. Was fun, yeah. Um, Scarlet, like was just doing twink things on the sh- on the <laughs> stage, which is fine. Oh look, but my whole like, ass is out again. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kind of bored by it, to be honest. Like with Scarlet, like it's like I've seen this so many times on Drag Race. Like I don't really care anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's just like boring to me. Yeah, it's yes. like come on, old Blair St. Clair, stop it. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching like Violet Chachki like season seven. Like I'm kind of over it now. Yeah. Ooh. Like those twink joints are starting to loosen up, you know, cause she's really 27, I believe. So we're like aging out of there. <laughs> you hear a little bit of rattle and a hum when she's doing those gyrations. <laughs> it's like, girl, get a new move. <laughs> oh, retirement's coming. <laughs> she's going to go down on all fours. One of these times and her back is just going to give out. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a quick little break here. When we come back, we'll go ahead and finish out the runway and the rest of this episode. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember, everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are in the final stretch here. We are about to crown a winner, but before that, we have to talk about the category on the runway, which is Best Drag. Best drag, one of my favorites on Drag Race. Yes, it's always the best because it's best drag. Yes. <laughs> I, I thought that RuPaul looked really nice in her like bronze flowy outfit. I was feeling this number. I thought the hair and makeup were appropriate as well. Yes, very good. Very good, RuPaul. You did it, girl. All right. So <laughs> what looks did you like on the runway? Which to you was the best drag? I thought Art Simone looked really, really pretty. It's like um, if Disney had a drag queen princess, this is what they would look like, probably. Um, I did enjoy Ketamines, of course. It was very pretty on its own, but then the surprise of the wings, it was just like perfect. 
the story just brought all of ketamine's story like full circle i was really feeling it all the queens look nice but those two are my favorites yeah i did think that it was really smart how in ketamine's verse in the song it talked about um, flying away or something like that and then she had the wings on the runways so i appreciate mm-hmm. ketamine's story that we were told over this episode yes yes i didn't even think about that but um but yeah my favorites were um definitely art simone i thought hers was like just gorgeous it was really the way it was put together and just the whole thing was just like wonderful i thought ketamine was also really good um scarlet adams to me was like that was probably my favorite of the night. Like, look, I'm not like a huge Scarlet Adams fan, but to be honest, like what she had tonight was really nice. I loved her hair. And it the was flowers really pretty. in the hair was just really pretty. Um, Powdery rose color. Yes. And then Karen from Finance, it was just, she was giving us the camp that she's given us all season, but not my fave. Yeah, I yeah. thought with Karen, her performance outfit and her runway outfit were really like too similar to me. I just, yeah. yeah, I get that. It was this giving is us like, like 60s. Yeah, it was Karen's character. I thought her makeup and hair was really gorgeous. I just really wasn't feeling the final runway fit. Yeah, it didn't feel like there was much of an evolution. Like, I get that there's this Karen character and, you know, she's trying to put everything like into the Karen character but it's like there's no room for improvement there's no room for like elevation with this thing and so to me I'm like like she was just there and she was like I'm the future of drag and I was like haven't you been doing the same drag for like eight years now (laughs) (laughs) I mean I would and I say this like I would actually love to see a Karen from finance show like if she came to the U.S. I would definitely go see her. It's just she's not like doing anything like different, basically. It's just the same shit every week. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Ketamine was just beautiful. And yeah, I guess Scarlett did look nice too. She's very like classic Hollywood sort of look. Yes, very much so. Then we, of course, have to try and make all of the girls cry. So (laughs) RuPaul asked the girls to give their younger self some advice as well as why they should win the competition. Yes, I always love this moment. This is always a fun moment um, for Kleenex and for tearjerkers everywhere. <laughs> I liked Kita's, of course. That was, you just felt that. I don't know. I just connect to Kita the most. I know. I was a little bit worried. Like, she wouldn't even be able to get anything out for a second there because she was just so emotional. And then, mm-hmm. like, it, w- then I feel like Scarlett was like, damn, I have to try and top this. And it just felt kind of like insincere. Not necessarily insincere, but it felt like a little forced. Yeah, like, that's kind of how I felt like a lot of it was forced. Like, I thought Kiddos was really good, but, like, Art. even Art Simone, I was like, wait, like, you gave us a storyline this episode, and now, like, this is, like, Art's, like, whole childhood that we're supposed to believe. Like, I don't know. It just seemed very, like, rushed. And, again, maybe it's the editing, because the editors this season have been a little like on the rough side (laughs) yeah most definitely i really enjoyed them a lot it was nice to hear art too kind i think art was um you know she gave kind of like a more uh cheeky answer but i think that's very art but i think she Mm -hmm. still got the message across yeah i agree with you there so then of course we have to have one more lip sync and the girls lip sync to Olivia Newton-John's 80s hit, Physical. 
Uh, they also <laughs> appeared briefly on a pre-recorded message at the beginning of the episode. Her and some rando. <laughs> uh, it's very, very, very appropriate to have this song somewhere on Drag Race Down Under. What more appropriate than the season one finale? Yes, it was like, it was a fun song. Like, all of us know the song, obviously, but... I'm glad that it w- like appeared on the finale. It was super fun. Definitely. So yeah, definitely a fun. We ended on a fun lip sync. <laughs> yes. And they all lip sync on their own. So they cut it into like this montage, which kind of defeats the purpose. But whatever. <laughs> Just shout saying. out to Kita and Scarlett having the built-in lip sync ready. Silky nutmeg ganache. I was ready for my to lip sync for my motherfucking life. Yeah. Reveals. I was fucking ready. <laughs> I was ready to lip sync for ready. my motherfucking life. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's like, I hope Silky does that again somehow in All Stars. <laughs> I hope so too. That was their best like moment. <laughs> yeah, that was the best. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, um, but yeah, Scarlet's reveal was kind of not great in my opinion because then she just like, the shape was really weird. Because it was rounded on top. I don't know. And also, she just, like, started, like, dancing on top of... If she was, like, on a pod or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, like, tired of, like, Twinks being like, Look, I did the splits, and I win now. Look, I have legs, and I can play (laughs) the air guitar on my leg. Well, it comes down to, like, who can dance and who can't, and sliding your knees apart on the stage that only goes so far it's not really dancing it's just like wow i did the splits yeah good job it wasn't even like a whole split until the end i mean i could do the splits too but then my like hip would be like (laughs) replaced but that's fine well i mean scarlet's not far behind you you know her rickety hips so but um but yeah i I, uh forgot what we were talking about oh god it's all gone oh lip sync (laughs) I got you, Queen. <laughs> I'm like, we're this at is, the end. This is what it's like being in your 30s, <laughs> little gays listening. <laughs> your mind starts to go, your hips give out. All that hair gel sucking out your memory. Yes, girl. But yes, so the lip sync happened. It was all fine and dandy. And then, of course, it's time to announce a winner. So instead of just telling people to fuck off, we announce the winner. So the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race down under season one, the moment we've all been desperately waiting for since episode two is Kidamine. Yes. Ah. I was like looking, you know how like they always do like the retweets, like retweet team Kidamine, like from WoW or Drag Race, whichever account it is. Yeah. I was looking and like she definitely got the most retweets. Everyone else had like like two or three thousand <laughs> retweets. And, oh damn. And um and Kidda had like, I forget, maybe like close to like fifteen or fifteen to thirty. It was like significantly more. That's awesome. I mean, well deserved. I was hoping that this would be the winner just based on the track record of the show, the story, just their overall growth as an individual and performer on the show. I thought that the crown needed to go to Ketamine. Yeah, it's like I was very concerned about this season because it was like Ketamine doesn't win, like Drag Race Down Under is canceled forever. <laughs> um, but I was so happy when she won because she was the only one that 
did not have baggage either being eliminated or had like some racist past. So I was just like, you know what? And like also just like her drag this season was really good. So she deserved to win. Yeah, I totally agree. I was like so happy the the editing and storytelling this season was so all over the place. I was like, at least Kidamine won. <laughs> like, at least they got one yes. thing right. <laughs> That's right. That is so right. This is the one thing they had to get right. Yes, girl. Wow, uh, this podcast is over. It's so quick. I uh, <laughs> the whole season's done. <laughs> well, we do have to get ready for All Star Six now, so probably need a pinch of a break yes girl stay tuned next week to the for the all-stars six premiere also we just recorded a fun little podcast with our friends over at for your reference podcast um it's a pride episode and um we were just live on the drunk dish twitch so if you go to their twitch.com slash drunk dish or whatever you do on twitter twitch um (laughs) You can watch a replay of our live podcast. You can see Jamal and I's beautiful faces. And uh, what else? What else is going on? I think that's pretty much it. it. Yeah, we've been doing all the content this week, girl. We've been busy, so you're going to get lots of TFC coming up. Booked and blessed, honey. Uh, (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, let's just stop rambling, I guess, and end the episode. (laughs) Thank you all for listening and coming along with us for this journey known as Drag Race Down Under. I know it was a little bit toppy and t- toppy and turvy and and it happened and <laughs> and but we made it to the end and we have all triumphed. I feel like we all like need to get a piece of the crown like in Mean Girls, you know, for making it to the end. Um but yeah. Yes. Yes, please, Kita. Send me a piece. Yes. So stay tuned. We've got lots more fun content. We got a nice little race starting called All Star Six. We'll see you next week to talk all about that. But until then, bye. Bye. I'm a winner. I'm a winner, winner, baby. baby. So why don't you kill me? Jump up and down like Candy Muse. Oh my god. Creep. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> so why don't you kill me? <laughs> wow. There's like three songs in there. The mega mix no one asked for. <laughs>